Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Riley here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. Stand up for your country. We have a lot of unique information you'll hear nowhere else tonight for you. And it's serious stuff. We begin with the rise of evil throughout our country, throughout the United States. The rise of evil. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So Colorado Springs Gay Club. 22-year-old Anderson Aldrich goes in there with guns, murders five, hurts 19. Okay, we see this every month now, every other month. Some lunatic, some maniac goes in and destroys people. Why? Because they don't want to live anymore. They know their lives are going to be over. They're not going to get away with it. And a lot of them get killed. Uh, Aldrich got arrested, but he'll never see the light of day again. He'll be in a penitentiary the rest of his life. Okay, so big national story. You heard about it. Uh, there was a former U.S. Uh, soldier that took down this Aldrich guy, saved lives. Very compelling story. But the bigger story is for the third straight year, America has hit a grim milestone. 600-plus mass shootings. What is a mass shooting? That is when four or more people 
are either murdered or wounded by gunfire. That's a mass shooting. 600 this year. Now, you haven't heard about 600. You've only heard about seven. Why? This is a key. Okay? So the stat in 2001, that's the last total year we have, there were 690 mass shootings. But only seven of them, seven out of 690, involved a demented lone gunman. Seven. And all seven were splattered all over the news media, as it should be. It should be. Okay? These people should be condemned. People should be aware that they're out there and they will always be out there. Okay. So why weren't the other 683 mass shootings extensively covered? Because most of them... 90% of them were criminal acts, and most of the criminal acts were perpetrated by minority gun drug gangs, African Americans mostly, but some Hispanics. Okay, so the media does not want to report that 99% of the mass shootings in America are generated by drug gangs, thugs on the street who are heavily armed and will always be heavily armed. Even if you banned every gun on earth in this country, they would have them. Okay. Now, did you know that? Did you know it? You didn't know it because I didn't know it as of this morning and my excellent investigative team rooted it out. We went to the Violence Project and rooted through their data. And we got it. Again, 690 mass shootings. Seven were individualized. Now, these individuals are evil. Now, you can say, oh, they're mentally ill or evil. Everybody walking the planet knows you murder another people, that's evil. And evil is rising in America, primarily because there is little punishment for evil now in our country. So let's look back. The apex of evil in modern times came in the 1930s and 40s with Germany, the Soviet Union, Japan, and China killing hundreds of millions of people, murdering them. The states did it. Off the chart evil. No excuse, no justification, nothing. The United States stopped a lot of it. We were the good guys. We never did that. You can argue Indian genocide, you can argue uh, slavery, but we never on the scale of the countries I just mentioned, did anything close to that. We defeated it. Back in America in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, evil was suppressed because heinous crimes like murder, rape, drug dealing were harshly punished and quickly punished. Now that doesn't happen. Now 
If you sell heroin, you're likely not to even be prosecuted in many places. Oregon. Okay? So evil has risen. You don't constrain it. It runs wild. Ask the German people who did not constrain Hitler and the Third Reich. So that's where we are now. We had it under control. But in the 70s, when the progressive movement began, and now the progressive movement dominates the media, which is why you don't hear about the drug gang mass killings, okay, it's much easier to be evil. Then the kicker, the internet. The internet comes in and gives evil people, which I put about 15% of the population, flat out evil. It's a lot of people. Gives them a place to cluster. They can go on the internet to these heinous sites, these hate sites, these child abuse sites. It's, it's beyond disgusting. But they all can be accessed through cyberspace. That did not happen until the early 2000s. And now it's totally out of control. All right, the horrible things that go on on the internet are almost indescribable. I can't even tell you what they are. It's how bad they are. And these people who do them now have a COVID of other people who do it. They trade stuff. Okay? Now, nobody is in place in our country to combat this. We have a progressive president, a weak attorney general, and a basically apathetic Congress on both sides. You don't hear Republicans very much. When was the last time you heard Mitch McConnell talk about evil? Never. He's the guy that wouldn't even champion Kate's law, McConnell. Anyway, you have to deal with this as a country. We're not. Now, how do you deal with it, O'Reilly? Okay. It has to start in a public school system where courses on ethics have to be taught. Ethics. Right, wrong. So that the urchins know what is permissible in our society and what is not. Well, you think you're going to get that in the woke era in public school? You think you're going to get ethics? No, you're not. That's why so many of us, including me, send our children to private school, Catholic school. Because there, there is a definition of good and evil. Now, I said 15% of Americans are evil, and I believe that. But far, far more look away. Look away. They don't want to get involved. They don't want to confront it. Because they might get in trouble. The evil might turn on them. Though they don't say anything. They don't do anything. They're not outraged. Instead, they fall back and they want somebody else to deal with it. Well, nobody else is going to deal with it. So you're going to continue to have these evil, lone gun people walking in and shooting up kids in Evaldi and doing what they do. You're never going to stop that, no matter how many gun bans you have. All right? 
But the drug gangs, they can be dealt with. It only takes will. You can break them. But who's trying? Nobody. Here in New York City, where I am, they won't even prosecute a gang member caught with an illegal gun on him or her. That's a felony in this state. They won't prosecute it at all. What do you think is going to happen when the guy is walking around with a gun and he's a member of a drug gang? He's going to use the gun. Well, we're not going to, no, no, we're not going to prosecute that. And the person behind this whole thing, Governor Hochul, was reelected last week. It's just staggering two weeks ago. Okay, so when you have a country where evil is on the rise and you can see it and hear it, you see it, something has to be done. But we don't have the leadership to do it. I don't know of any, and I'm hoping maybe in 24, that somebody will break out and say, I got specific things that I'm going to implement if I'm president of the United States, it's going to suppress evil, constrain evil. And gun control is not going to do it. I mean, I'm not a gun guy, but it's not. The criminals will get the guns. The loons will get the guns. There are 300 million guns out there right now. All that will do is make the illegal guns more expensive so more people get into the trafficking of them. Oh, we got some guns that are no. It's the evil doers that are doing it. That's who you go after, and that's the memo. Okay, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Those listening on the radio and watching me on TV, name and town, please, if you wish to opine on my take on evil in America. President Biden, you uh, didn't do anything today. He didn't do anything yesterday. Um, and he's not going to do anything the rest of the week because he's going to Nantucket tonight for Thanksgiving. Now, I don't begrudge any president a uh, holiday. Certainly Trump played a lot of golf and Obama took a lot of time off. And uh, look, it's a brutal job. And the more refreshed you are, the better you're going to do it. But Biden doesn't do anything. I mean, meantime, the southern border is such a catastrophe down there. I would, it's just now. Uh, it's so far out of control. You would think the man would do something, send a guard down to El Paso, anything. No, not going to do anything. Eh, it doesn't matter. It's not a matter, Joe. If it mattered, he would have solved it a long time ago. So he's not doing anything. I'm not wishing him a happy Thanksgiving either, because I think he's doing a terrible job. Now, here's a story that's been underreported or misreported. So you know about the special counsel to investigate Donald Trump for January 6th activities and the documents that he took out of the White House. Well, there's a problem with the special counsel. There's already a special master appointed for the Mar-a-Lago document thing. His name is John Deary. Remember that? Raymond Deary. I'm sorry, Raymond Deary. So Raymond Deary was appointed, and he's down there in Florida 
trying to figure out what this document thing is all about. Well, now you got Jack Smith being appointed by the Department of Justice. He's coming in, I guess, in January to do the same thing that Deary's doing. So now Deary and his crew are appealing to a federal court in Florida today to stop this special counsel because there's already a special master. What a, what a, this is unbelievable. What a mess this is already. And it's just what, four days old? It's already a mess and it will remain a mess. So anyway, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that this has not been reported accurately. So Jack Smith, let's take a look at him. I don't know this guy. I know John Durham, he didn't do anything. I know Robert Mueller, he didn't do anything. And now we got Jack Smith. So conservatives are going wild because his wife, Katie Shavigny, is a big Democrat. All right, so there's Katie, and she's a producer, filmmaker, and she worked on Michelle Obama's documentary, Becoming. And she also gave money to Biden's uh, 2020 campaign. So uh, conservatives are, are low and no, no, no. Now, I don't agree. So if somebody's wife gives money to a campaign, she's an American, she can do that. It doesn't mean that Jack Smith's corrupt. doesn't mean he's in the pocket of Merrick Garland. It doesn't mean any of that. You can imply it, but it doesn't mean that. You don't eliminate people. So Smith, he's coming in. I'm going to watch him. Um, but as we reported yesterday, this is this whole thing. If the January 6th committee a year and a half had any smoking gun, we would know about it. OK, so um, Liz Cheney would have been running around screaming, look at this. Look what I have on Trump. They got a circumstantial case that Trump can easily refute in a court of law. That's what they got. So I guess, Jack, I don't know what you're going to get, Jack, that they didn't have. But, and the Mar-a-Lago thing is, okay, the FBI already knows what the documents are. They've looked at every document. Is there a big, serious document that was taken from the White House without informing the National Archives? If there was, show it to us. You got it. So this, is, this just looks like a, another big charade. This whole thing just doesn't look, doesn't, it does not coming together. Okay, so I agree. I think this is going to come up when I'm on News Nation tonight at 8:15. Now, a lot of you watch those appearances with Chris Cuomo. I think they're worth it. Okay, to watch. So um, I'll be on there tonight. News Nation's a cable outfit. You probably get it on your system. You got to look it up. And uh, this is probably going to be uh, talked about. Okay, the Associated Press fires the reporter who used anonymous sources and told the world that Russian missiles went into Poland and killed two farmers. Man's name is James Laporta. Okay, so they sacked him because the story wasn't true. Why wasn't it true? Because Mr. Laporta used anonymous sources. And that's why we never use them here on the No Spin News. Never. Because you can't trust anonymous sources. Everywhere else, all day long, anonymous sources. Anyway, here is a statement by the AP. To ensure our reporting is accurate, fair, and fact-based, we abide by and enforce these standards, including 
around the use of anonymous sources, unquote. So James Laporta is finished. I kind of feel sorry for him, I mean, because it's really hard to get any accurate information out of Ukraine. Can't get any out of Russia, nothing. And Ukraine, Zelensky and, and the government there is going to tell you what Zelensky and the government there wants you to think. They're not going to tell you the truth. So the reporters on the ground in Ukraine are really up against it. They're trying to stay alive, and everything they, they're told is probably distorted. So that brings us to daily chatter. Some of you may know this. They are our foreign news partner, dailychatter.com. It is a great service. Every morning at 6 a.m. for a very low price, they send me and thousands of others four or five foreign stories with no bull. There's no anonymous source this or, you know, ideology that or slant here. They don't do that. And they source everything they say. Okay, so boom, boom, boom. You get four or five stories overseas, most of which I didn't know anything about because they're not reported. We don't do a lot of foreign news reporting in America anymore. It's a great service. So we partnered up with them, dailychatter.com. So I asked the uh, poobahs over there to get me information on Putin. About three weeks ago, I did. I said, look, I need to know the story about Putin as far as what you can find out. And joining us now from Worcester, Massachusetts, is John Dyer, the senior editor at Daily Chatter. Did I cover everything introducing you? I think you did, and I appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Okay. Well, you deserve it. So let's go with Putin. First of all, how many Russians have been killed or wounded since this war began? So uh, General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, says 100,000 Russians have been killed or wounded in uh, Ukraine similar amount of Ukrainians supposedly have also been wounded or injured. Um, that's a enormous number. The Russian military has about a million um, uh, troops, more than a million. But to consider that perhaps 10% of the, the total force has fallen uh, within uh, in less than a year is, is, is mind boggling, really. I mean, it's, it's, it really is the thing that I think animates all the conversations about whether or not this continue. I mean, to, to, to think that Putin politically can, can hold on while this rate of losses continues is, uh, is a real question. Okay, so 100,000 Russians either killed or wounded on the battlefield, correspondingly the same number of Ukrainians, but you gotta add the civilians in Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, do we have any yeah. estimate on how many of them are killed or wounded? Uh, you know, I have to admit it from the top of my head, I don't know. I can look at some numbers, but I believe um, something around 40,000 civilians are part of the Ukrainian numbers. Okay. Um, so Putin then goes into uh, a country that everybody thought he would walk over in a week, and he comes out, and the thing is not even close to being settled, with a catastrophe as far as body count is concerned. But he shows no signs of relenting or trying to get out of this. Is that correct? No, absolutely not. Um, I think what we see now, though, is um, Russia is engaged in sort of, a, I would say, maybe three tactics right now uh, in the context of, of their plan not going well. 
Uh, first of all, uh, Putin is uh, purposely hitting Ukraine's infrastructure. Um, he's doing that while also waging an information war that's aimed not only at his domestic population, but also for international observers, including those in the United States, including those in China, including those in Europe. And lastly, there's a time element uh, in terms of the winter. Uh, energy prices are going up. Um, Ukrainians will uh, suffer as uh, the winter grows colder. Europeans will suffer as energy prices goes up in the winter. Um, these, um, he's playing a game basically um, and a war and attrition with these three, um, three moves, hoping in a sense, I, I suppose one could say, for some sort of um, uh, unforced error on the part of the West or on the part of Ukraine, trying to buy time um, while throwing bodies at the at the problem, I mean, he, Russia called up 300,000 new reservists. I believe 50,000 of them are now in the field. The rest are training or being positioned in support points. Um, he's throwing men at the problem while um, hoping that the resolve of the West breaks, that maybe something else occurs or changes. Um, that yeah, to he's me, buy, he's uh, buying really time, playing, playing a long game at the expense of bodies, but. When the Ukrainians take a major city and push the Russians back, as they did two weeks ago, that doesn't seem to be working for Putin. No, it's, it's not working. Um, everything that Putin is doing, from my perspective now, is, is what you do when you have the losing hand. You chip away at Ukraine's infrastructure. You seek to do things like peel away Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban from the European consensus of holding strong against Russia in terms of importing uh, oil and gas. Uh, you praise um, someone uh, like the House GOP leader, Kevin McCarthy, who he said, no blank check for Ukraine, which by the way, is not in any way an insane things to say, uh, but he's hoping that somewhere in the process Yeah, that it here, cracks, the alliance cracks. Yeah, I, I see what he's doing. Now in the beginning when the sanctions were levied, I said they were going to really hurt the Russian economy. Yet I get mixed uh, reports about that. So um, again, we get no information out of Russia at all. Very hard to verify anything. But it looks like the Russian economy is indeed shrinking, even though they have oil to sell. Um, and the Russian people are suffering economically. Is that true? Uh, absolutely. Um, but not as much as folks would think. Uh, th that's really the issue. Um, Russia sold half of its oil to China, half to, not exactly half, but a lot to Europe, half to China, and then to various other economies. It's still selling oil. Uh, the Europeans are going to implement a system that I think is a little bizarre, where they're going to cap the price um, to try to starve Russia, but still be buying Russian oil. Um, it's a crazy uh, system. Uh, and they can, sell, yeah. they can sell oil to China, and they can do a lot of other things. All right. Yeah. So... It's not on the verge of collapse, the Russian economy right now. Um, dissent against Putin. He looks bad. There are you know, reports that he's got some illness. Um, I don't know about the army. Nobody knows. Hard to get information. Do you think Putin's in any trouble internally? He must be. I mean, first of all, uh, yes, Putin has an amazing machine of suppressing dissent. Uh, that is a, that's a powerful force. Uh, he has an amazing machine to prevent outside forces from destabilizing his regime. But there's no way that uh, he's not looking behind his back to see if anyone's coming up with a dagger. 
when he, for example, talks about, there was a story in National Public Radio about the golden billion. He uses the term, the golden billion, basically saying Western elites want to uh, conquer Russia, uh, extract its resources, demote it to becoming a third-ranked country. He's trying to play the information war in his own backyard to bolster his standing among the public, knowing that he probably is just a few rungs away from one of his cohort coming to him and saying, listen, it's not working. We're failing on the battlefield. You're having chaos in the streets. Dissent is, is expanding. Um, and that's, that's when he would go. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. But um, it could. when you see, for example, um, him talking about his anti-Western rhetoric, where he's ratcheting yeah. up to the verge know, of conspiracy, know you, you know what's going on. Right. Another year of this and he's out. I'll, I'll speculate, John. All right, John, we really appreciate it. Once again, it's Daily Chatter, one word, dailychatter.com. Well worth your time. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, uh, Ann Coulter, November 9th, goes to Cornell, upstate New York, give a speech hooted down by hooligans on campus. This happens all the time with conservative speakers, Cornell and Ivy League school. So now the president of Cornell, uh, Martha Pollack, very woke, very liberal, you know, exactly what you would think she would be, says that the uh, students who interrupted 
Coulter's speech are going to face consequences, but she won't tell anybody what the consequences are. Maybe they'll be denied breakfast one day. I don't know. But she did issue a statement. Quote, I will just be honest. I think this is a really stupid move. Ann Coulter basically irrelevant at this point, and this is exactly what she wanted, unquote. That's stupid, Dr. Pollack. Ann Coulter didn't want to be shouted down. She was invited to speak, paid. She wanted to give her speech. She doesn't need Cornell to give her publicity. Boy, Ivy League. Okay, Smart Life. This is really taken off this segment. Smart Life is a daily segment. It's on BillOReilly.com if you miss it, which saves you money or enhances your life. So we're all going to get crushed by heating bills this winter, unless you live in Key West. All right. But heating bills going to be bloody. I have found a way to save you significant money. It's one of our sponsors, Eden Pure. Eden Pure, one word, E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E. They sponsor with us. But I'm not doing this Smart Life segment for them because they sponsor us. I'm doing it for you because they have a product that's going to save you money. It's called Eden Pure Gen 40. And I just got one, okay? They just sent me one. Eden Pure Gen 40. It's a portable and it's very light heater cooler. So... I took it up, I was really cold here last few days, and I turned the heat down to 66 in my bedroom, okay, and I put on the Eden Pure Gen 40, which is an electrical current, and it heated the room. I didn't need any, I didn't need any oil heat because I had that. And then you can truck it from room to room or you can buy a couple of them and put them wherever you want. So you can put the thermostat down, Minnesota, Maine, Alaska, and, and where you are, you'll be warm because you just plug it in. It's so simple, it's smart, which is the smart life. Once again, EdenPure.com is the place to go. Product is Eden Pure Gen 40. Stay in history, sad day. November 22, 1963, President John F. Kennedy assassinated in Dallas. 59 years ago, Lee Harvey Oswald was uh, in the Dallas School Book Depository as Kennedy rolled down through Dealey Plaza, and he shot Kennedy in the back of the head. You see it there. Unbelievable. Jackie Kennedy, his wife behind him. Governor John Conley in the front seat. He got wounded. And this, I don't want to see it again, you guys. Um, This has been ongoing for 59 years because, according to a poll, 61% of Americans believe that Oswald was involved with a conspiracy. Okay, 30% believe Oswald acted alone. Now, I wrote the book Killing Kennedy, and that is the most thorough book backed up with facts all day long, primary sources, not other people's opinions. Oswald shot him. There's no doubt about it. A hundred percent. No other gunmen involved. But Oswald knew shady people. He did. So 
whether shady people knew about what he was going to do, possible. Added to that is something very complex that I write about in Killing the Mob. Organized crime wanted to assassinate both Kennedy brothers because they were besieging the mafia. And they were plotting to do it. They were planning to do it. There was division among the godfathers because they knew if they killed the president, then all hell was going to come down on them. So some did, some didn't. In addition, an anti-Castro group out of Miami wanted to kill JFK because of the Bay of Pigs. Because when the anti-Castro group invaded Cuba, Kennedy pulled the air power, U.S. air power, back. And hundreds were slaughtered on the beach. So there were two groups actively trying to assassinate JFK. They didn't do it. They didn't make it. Oswald beat them to it. So if you're interested in this, please read Killing Kennedy and Killing the Mob. What I have there is 100% true. Um, And Oswald did it 59 years ago today. Good mail segment and good final thought. I always say that. I hope they are good. If I say good final thought and it isn't good, please let me know. Write me an email, okay? Right back. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, let us go to the map. Janet, does anyone think big guy Biden did not set up son Hunter to become involved with business dealings in Russia, Ukraine, and China? Let's open the laptop for all to see. So you have convicted him, Janet, President Biden. You've convicted him in your mind. I don't, I don't know. Let's see how it plays out. There are going to be hearings, but I wouldn't convict him. Doesn't look good. I'll grant it. Carol. So, Bill, your assumption is that this special prosecutor actually has ethics and morals and isn't part of the cabal. I gave up believing in the system a long time ago. He will either not bother with the FBI January 6th issue or come up with some really intriguing reason why the FBI would be dressed as Trump supporters. We don't know yet what the FBI did on January 6th. They did something, and that should be part of Smith's investigation. You might be right. He might ignore it, but I won't, and the House Republicans won't either. George, concierge member, George gets direct access to me. Presumption of innocence for Biden, sure, but I have to say whoever the big guy is will be in deep trouble. Okay, fair enough. Penny, is there ever a disaster for the Democrats? Joe Biden. Ken Rebar, Bonita Springs, Florida. Bill, the term democracy is on the ballot, was used quite a bit during the past election cycle. I never really understood what it actually meant, but I thought it had something to do with elections or election process. No. Uh, Democracy on the ballot was left-wing propagandists telling voters, if you vote Republican, then our whole uh, democratic system will vanish. 
That's what it was. Mickey Dunn, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Bill, prior to the midterm elections, I received text solicitations to contribute to Democratic candidates claiming to match donations. I thought to myself, who could possibly be behind such claims? They were always identified as some political action committee. That's pretty much what it was. Political action committees just besiege people, which is why you don't want to give your private information to anybody. I don't. Cecil Carr, Portage, Indiana. Hey, Bill, you said the Republican districts in California weren't counting the votes. I see that the numbers have been stuck for a while. They don't count and declare a winner who goes to Washington. Well, they will. But a little tiny district in Central California, and we got two weeks and they don't know. There's only 76% of the vote counted. Send in the feds. This is uh, corruption. Dylan Cockhurst, Ormond Beach, Florida. Hey, Bill, if Herschel Walker wins in Georgia, said it will be 50-50 VP tiebreaker. You've mentioned on multiple occasions you believe Biden will retire for health reasons. I feel the same way, but won't the House majority leader move into the VP spot? No. No. If Kamala Harris ever became president, she would appoint who she wants. There's no mandate. She appoints who she wants. And it has to be confirmed by the Senate. Peggy Rose, Hendersonville, North Carolina. Bill, in your excellent column this week, you concluded with, Jesus said, the truth shall set you free. Not sure the Nazarene anticipated all the nitwits. At a later time, Jesus also said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. Sounds like he did anticipate some nitwits. Good letter. You know, I was making a jovial point there. Scott Hayes, Homer Glen, Illinois. My wife and I sat down every evening to watch the No Spin News. Very grateful for your honest news reporting and analysis. This week we went to Costco to pick up a few things before Thanksgiving. While walking through the bakery section, I told her I wanted something sweet for later in the day. She said, O'Reilly's voice is in the back of my head saying, watch the sugar. Yes, Watch the sugar, but a couple of times a week's okay. okay. You can't be Spartans. You just can't. The soft drinks are the worst. And those power drinks, those iced teas, if you cut them out, you can have a couple of desserts a week or even three. Brad Burkett, uh, Tampa. Thank you, Bill. I just finished Killing the Legends in two days. Others I've read are Killing the Rising Sun and Killing the Killers. Highly recommend to lovers of history. And I'm putting the rest of the Killing series on my Christmas lift. Excellent, Brad. And you can buy the whole bundle for a fantastic price and give away the ones you already have. So we did this to save people money and they make great gifts. But I'm glad you enjoyed them. Very nice of you to write that letter. Word of the day, do not be jejune. J-E-J-U-N-E. Back with a final thought in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not gonna find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Okay, so uh, this is my last broadcast. Uh, I'm taking the rest of the week off to rest and get rid of all the maladies and all that. And I hope I'm successful. Pray for me. Um, and I'm glad I'm doing it because I need a break and you need a break too. So I hope you have a Thanksgiving holiday strategy that includes no politics. You can check in, certainly on BillOReilly.com, we'll keep you up to date, but you know, do fun stuff. I mean, if politics is fun for you, okay, but I don't want you to be upset. I want you to have four or five days of no strife, no strife zone. You got to have that. Thanksgiving, Christmas, two best times to do it. All right. So uh, the other message I want to tell you is that our BillOReilly.com Christmas holiday store, this is a special thing. And every year we have it because it enhances our income flow so we can better serve you. The gifts are great and they're nonpartisan gifts. It's like the killing books are read by everybody. There's no politics in them. The Christmas ornaments, I mean, God bless America, <laughs> come on. You know, they're not partisan. And the mugs stand up for your country. That's not a partisan message. And these are all very low priced gifts that people will appreciate. You know, stocking stuffers, somebody's done you a favor, whatever it may be. But the most important of all is the premium and concierge memberships as gifts, all right? Because you get a free book when you do that, any book you want, including Killing the Legends, which is rocking and rolling still after eight weeks in the marketplace. Um, so we need premium members and, and concierge members to survive. Yeah, we do ads, but we don't do ads much. We concentrate on our base. And so... If you give gifts, a premium membership or concierge membership, concierge membership is a step up because you get access to me directly and you get bigger discounts. You get both get the same free book. Um, so I hope you consider doing that over the weekend. You'll have some time. Go to BillOReilly.com Christmas holiday store. Help us out. OK, uh, each year you always come through and it's a great thing for us to have as a backup to continue this independent reporting and analysis. We don't have any corporate shills or any of that. We don't do that. We're on our own competing in the marketplace against the biggest corporations. And we're competing very well, thanks to you. So I want you all to have a happy Thanksgiving. I want you all to enjoy the four or five days off. No strife zone. We'll see you on Monday. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief 
programs are expected to change. So get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.